Hi, my name is Gabriel Korea, and today we will be reading 1 Corinthians 1.18. First, let's have a quick word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for everything, Lord, and just please help us to have a good day, get all our work done, and that I can interpret his voice the way you want me to, Lord. You your name I praise. Amen. There it says, The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. Some questions we can ask here are, What is the message of the cross? And then why is it foolish to those who are headed to, to destruction? But who are the ones who are being saved? How do we know who's being saved? And what is the very power of God? I think we can answer some of those. The message of the cross is obviously the Bible, the gospel. But altogether, it can be the Bible, but I think it might be talking about the gospel here. And it's foolish to those who are headed to destruction because it's like to those who don't care about their message, they're going to destruction. It says, those who are being saved know it's the very power of God. And they know they're being saved because they have a relationship with God. And they follow, they read his word. And they know his word. And they know what to watch out for and what to do, what the Lord wants. That's how they know it's the very power of God. So what we can define is foolish, which is lacking good sense or judgment unwise then we also have destruction the action or process of causing so much damage to something that it no longer exists or cannot be repaired and then saved keep safe or rescue someone or something from harm or danger we can apply today is if we want to be foolish, if we want to be, do we want the word of God to be foolish to us? Or do we want to be, do we, do we want to know that it's the power of God and be saved through that? And I'm going to take that today and I'm, I'm going to want the, to know it's the power of God and I want to be saved. Thank you for listening. See ya. Hi, my name is Gil Korea, and today we will be reading Matthew 18, 3 through 5. First, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you that we're all here. Just please help us to have a good day today and for me to interpret this verse the way you would like me to. In your name, I praise Amen. The verse says, Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and anyone who be welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me so some questions we can ask here are um who is telling us the truth who is what he said then he said i tell you the truth who is this talking and i'm pretty sure that's jesus talking to all of us in 
because this is the gospel of, uh, of Matthew, so this is probably Jesus, the one talking. And it says, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, what does it mean to become like little children? And I think that is just to be less like stubborn and less hard-headed, I guess you could say, just to be like little children who will, who will, were like a little bit nicer and a little bit more like they don't believe in them like they're not like they're they're more humble they're they're like more easier to to um give in and to ask for forgiveness than uh, adults are that says you will never get into the kingdom of heaven and this is, so anyone who believes, who becomes as humble as this little child, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And so that's a that's a interesting. Thing. He says there that if you become like a little child, you will be be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Which is, I'm pretty sure he's talking about just everyone's gonna be equally great. But that's surprising to me that he says that one person can become the greatest of all the other people. They just become as humble as a little child. And anyone who be welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. And so, yeah, it's talking about just you welcoming a child is the same thing as welcoming Jesus into your life. So that's interesting. Some words, a word we can define that is humble so it's having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance so that's what we're trying to strive for to be humble to be like little little kids to to jesus you know like if you remember the story where jesus was well the disciples were holding back these moms with their little kids that wanted to meet jesus and jesus told him no let them come let them come, and that's where he, that's where you can see that, talks about children being the most important, because they are, and how they are, they act way better than adults do, the way we can apply this to our lives is, um, do we want to become humble, do we want to become little children for the Lord, do we want to welcome in little children too? Do we want, when it comes to spiritually become a child in the Lord, in the Lord's eyes? And I don't mean that physically, I mean that more like mentally or spiritually, you know? And I think I want to take that home today. And, and yes, I do want to take that and become spiritually the way the Lord wants me to, to become like a child. Thank you for listening. Hi, my name is Gabriel Korea, and today we will be reading Romans 1.16. It says, actually, before, we're going to have a quick word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Please help us all to have a good day and get all our work done. And also just help me interpret this verse the way you'd like me to, Lord, in your praise, amen.
It says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. Excuse me. It's the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. And some questions we could ask are, who is this talking and saying that they're not ashamed? And why would they be ashamed of the good news about Christ? And I feel like I'm not exactly sure who the person talking is, but I could see why some people can get ashamed of the good news about Christ. Because it's not what everybody likes or it's not what everybody talks about. It's like a little, I guess it's not like the majority that people like. So you can be ashamed of it, but this person's saying he's not ashamed out to the open, which is something good to say. And it says, it is the power of God at work. And what's the power of God here? I feel like the power of God is just the Holy Spirit putting work. And it says, saving everyone who believes. So the Holy Spirit is just saving those here on earth that believe in Jesus Christ. And then it says the Jew first and also the Gentile. And I'm not sure why, but he that he adds this detail in. But I guess he's saying that he brought the salvation was for the Jews first. But then they kind of rejected the Lord or Jesus when he came down. And so then out it went for all Gentiles. Some words we can define are ashamed embarrassed or guilty because of one's actions characteristics or associations and then we also define gentile which just means non-jewish and then our application is do we want do we want to be proud and to proclaim publicly about the good news that we accept the lord's good news and that we want to preach it and tell others about it do you today want to take that home and say, yes, I'm not ashamed of this good news and tell everyone you know. And I'm, I want to take that and I want to, I do want to have that today in my life. All right. Thank you for listening.